Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. In this week's episode, we will discuss education reform on mission. Hello, everyone. This is Danielle Washington coming to you live from Ms. Buffy Williams' office. <laughs> Just sitting around thinking about life and trying to become better people tonight, so check us out. Welcome back. You're on the air with Buffy Williams, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. We have been discussing the show's purpose on mission. Good evening, this is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Show on Education, the New Heights Educational Group. Tonight's topic is challenges faced by teachers. On last week's show, we discussed how virtual education has impacted the e-learning culture and virtual education and e-learning and its current structure within the education system. And that's, of course, whether you're in a homeschool situation or public school or any other type of schooling environment. But on tonight's episode, um, we're going to be discussing, again, the challenges faced by our teachers in the K through 12 areas. But before I get into that, I want to say that my heart and prayers go out to all global citizens that may be affected by any illness or tragedy tonight. And I just want to take a brief moment to consider those who are being impacted in any way um, regarding any type of tragedy um, that they're facing right now or any type of illnesses. And we just want to take just a moment of silence. Thank you. So again, tonight's topic is the challenges that teachers are facing in the K through 12 levels. Let us hear your thoughts. Uh, Call us at 917-948-7542 or post your comments on Twitter at Buffy underscore Awaken or on Spreaker 
or Instagram at Buffy underscore Williams or on YouTube. Remember my fellow New Heights host, Erica Hansen airs Thursdays at 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time, and 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Our quote for tonight is, To teach is to touch a life forever. Author unknown. Um, And I picked that quote because I thought about my experiences in education in any teachers that I had um, in the K through 12 area and one in particular always stands out for me she was my kindergarten teacher her name was Miss Dye and she's now Dr. Dye and she made a very a real impact on me as a teacher um, and just being a role model in my life and teachers do serve as role models I know they face a lot of challenges but sometimes um, we're we know that students are in the classrooms and they're they're spending more time with their teachers uh, sometimes than with their parents. And so being in that environment, they have a way of impacting our children's lives in a major way. I also in thinking about my elementary school teachers, my second grade teacher sticks out for me, Miss Miss Thomas. And also at that particular time, I had an assistant principal who was an African-American woman. And I'm sure all of those things really shaped me as a child. Um, but thinking about the challenges that they face or not as prevalent in my memory, of course, Um, During that time, it was a different time and teachers didn't face as many challenges as they face today. Um, I know that one of the main things that teachers face is classroom management. And I have heard stories from students, teachers, um, and administrators throughout the years of how classroom management has changed and it wasn't so much a factor. And I know that discipline um, has greatly changed um, in this new age. We do discipline in a totally different way, um, probably for a good reason, but classroom management within the actual classroom is a challenge for a lot of teachers. And that's usually um, from what I can hear from teachers and and looking at the research that I'm going to share with you today, which will mainly be coming from the National Education Association, uh, NEA. And one of those reasons for classroom management and doing the research was the class sizes. Um, Class sizes have dramatically increased over the years and whether a teacher is um, having um, a good year sometimes depends on the number of students in the classrooms and whether or not they have resources or aids in that classroom to actually assist them with the classroom management portion. And so sometimes if a teacher does not have the greatest classroom management skills and then they're overloaded with a larger classroom, that can result in some issues relating to classroom management and the teacher teacher may feel maybe not supported 
which is another um, issues that are challenge that some teachers face um, because they're faced with these expectations, but then maybe they're not supported in the area that they need to be supported in in order to make it effective in the classroom. Um, we're not making a blanket statement for all schools, of course, but these are just some of the trends that have been vocalized by teachers as challenges that they're facing in the classroom. And another one is testing. I know that testing takes place at benchmarks throughout the K through 12 areas and it's designed to assess whether or not the student is on grade level and if they're progressing in the way that they should and if there are any deficiencies there. And so testing is also uh, can be a challenging thing for teachers because if you have a classroom and you have a number of students who are on varying levels, um, depending on those tests, you may be challenged with the fact that you may be teaching students who are, you know, of higher aptitude, some in middle range and then some in the lower range. And then the challenge is then how do you then um, tailor your lesson plan in order to be able to support all of the students that you have in your classroom without neglecting any of the other students. Um, and then, uh, too, we talked about the lack of support, but uh, budget cuts <clears throat> and support comes in a number of different ways. Maybe it could be actually at the school, but also if we mandate that teachers do X, Y, and Z, whatever that may be, but then we don't give the school the funding in order to implement these things. These can definitely create a higher level of, of stress within the teachers. And 93% of elementary school teachers in this particular poll reported that they were highly stressed. And that's an astronomical number. And you're thinking about the most impressionable group um, because we're talking about elementary school teachers and the youngest set of our K through 12 levels, 93% of elementary school teachers who were polled reported that they were highly stressed. And this is, of course, with them taking the summers off and um, still having such a high stress level on the, on the months that they're actually teaching school um, was very surprising to me. And so if we require more of teachers, then we need to also put in place some type of parameters in order to support them um, in implementing the things that would make it the most successful for the students in the classroom. And so we talked about class sizes, but also planning time. I know teachers have a particular planning period, but with all of the demands that we're placing on teachers, um, as far as the accountability piece and ensuring that, uh, number one, that everyone is included. You know, we have inclusion rules now, um, making sure that they're uh, meeting all of their goals and objectives according to, you know, whatever the State Department is um, issuing out for them. So, you know, planning time is always um, something that can be um, strategic and but sometimes they may get a different mandate or a requirement to do something in a particular way and may they might not have the actual 
time and they may lack the planning time that they need because there are new demands on maybe the curriculum. Um, and then, too, there might be a lot of paperwork um, that's um, in that as well that's required by the administration for whatever reason. And so they may have a lack of planning in there. So um, those are just a few of the topics that we um, uh, thought about discussing with you tonight. And so let's think about how we can better support our teachers in the classroom and the challenges that they face. But we're going to take a brief moment and listen to a word from our sponsors and we will be back. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back. This is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. And tonight's topic is the challenges faced by teachers. And we talked a little bit before the break about um my experiences of just thinking about the teachers that I encountered in the K through 12 area more on the lower levels. And definitely I remember my Head Start teachers as well. Um, but I talked about the teachers that were most impactful for me during that, during that time. And the reason why I brought that out is because I'm talking about the challenges that teachers face, but even with them facing those challenges, they still are able to plant those seeds uh, of hope in students. And so if we support our teachers and we let them know that we do hear the challenges that you're facing and we want to be um, proactive in trying to find a solution that works for, you know, Everything is not going to be, of course, easy, and, and teachers understand that. I think that they go above and beyond. Most of the teachers that I know go above and beyond what is required of them in order to make the situation the best at, um, they can. Um, but they have been faced with challenges. They have been faced with challenges of classroom management because they have larger classroom sizes. They've been faced with challenges related to um, additional requirements and demands on the curriculum and trying to find the planning time in order to uh, implement the things that they need to implement within the classroom, all the while dealing with budget cuts, because we know all of us could probably name at least two to three teachers that use their own personal funds to try to make um, well, 
using that out-of-pocket expense to have their strategies implemented within the classroom as best as possible and so that it's a, a environment where the students can actually not only... Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The, um, have the textbook as a resource, but also have additional resources, maybe visual aids, or maybe it could be posters or inspirational things, or it could just be paper and pencil for students who do not have them, or crayons or a backpack. You know, I've known um, teachers who have solicited sponsors to try to, you know, assist with those things. And I know that those are things that they're probably... Uh, restricted from doing, but when you have a student in your class uh, who doesn't have shoes or doesn't have a coat and it's in the middle of winter or doesn't have uh, the necessary supplies, then you definitely, as a teacher, want to give them the essentials. I mean, paper and pencil is um, or folders is the least that we could do um, to provide to the students so that they can have the best learning environment possible. And also we talked about planning time, but also parents can be challenging for teachers, um, whether it's um, lack of participation or not really uh, being engaged as much as um, maybe they could be um, in the students' lives. I'm not sure how frequently, uh, I didn't look at the data regarding how parents um, how many parents or the percentage of parents that actually in a particular area come to PTO meetings or PTA meetings to find out actually what's going on with the student. I know that things are changing and sometimes parents don't feel the need to do that because most things are posted on the school's website or maybe the, the parent is going to the school board meetings and so they find out additional information there. But it's different from going to a PTO meeting. When you go to a PTO meeting, you get an opportunity to talk with the administrators one-on-one in a more relaxed environment. They're, they're not having the demands of, you know, the day-to-day trying to move from one class to the next or trying to move from one curriculum set to the next. And they can focus more on genuinely, you know, what the parents' concerns are and be able to provide feedback in a more relaxed environment. But that is one of the uh, challenges that has been noted for teachers. And also work overload. And then, um, two, um, a lot of teachers have second jobs because we know that teachers are not compensated in the way that they should be, especially if you're just starting out in teaching. So there are a large number of teachers who work more than one job in order to be able to uh, sustain uh, their standard of living and be able to have a good flexible teaching platform that can help you know all the students and uh, perform at the best possible um, performance level and 
And we're talking about balancing all of this and the diverse needs of all the students so that they have winning percentages as far as their performance reports are, uh, are concerned. And then and the differing teaching styles that they have to uh, implement within the classroom, depending on um, the actual subject area that they're they're um, teaching, and then the teaching strategies. And sometimes teachers do get easily burned out by not having the support that they need, and having these limitations placed on the things that they are able to do or not able to do. And then coupled with, you know, the lack of parental support sometimes in some areas can be a bit challenging and um, definitely dealing with discipline issues along with that can be very taxing. And so um, there's a change in our educational trends and, you know, adopting new technologies and tools um, but we also need to provide teachers with the proper support and training um, so that it results in a consistent teaching style among all the teachers. Because if you if you do that, then you create this um, lack of consistency among the teaching styles. If, you, if they're not supported in that way and they're not provided that professional development to remove any frustrations, and then, of course, then they naturally would have low job satisfaction because they're not being supported in the way that they probably could be. Maybe they're just weak in a particular area, but if they're, you know, evaluated on that performance report and the administrators are seeing that, hey, this is a deficiency area for them and they find a professional development um, course, whether it be online or on site, where they can receive continuing education credits and also boost their skills, that may be a way for them to um, not feel self-conscious about their weak areas because we all have weak areas in, in ways in which we can uh, improve. And, you know, some schools are underperforming. And so those are our major stresses. But I, I feel that the majority of the administrators are doing the best they can with the resources that they have. But these are just some of the challenges that teachers are facing. And administrators have been teachers themselves because before you can go into that role, especially in public education, you have to have uh, taught in the classroom. And so they should, of course, definitely understand the challenges that their teachers are going through. But then again, we're going through changing times where you know, sometimes there's limited um, disciplinary actions that they can take. There are budget cuts, so there's not as many funds in order to maybe reimburse the teachers for these trainings. And so all of these things are major factors in whether or not um, our teachers have job satisfaction in the K through 12 levels. But, you know, I do encourage you to um, thank a teacher and um, take the time out, you know, not only during those times, well, definitely during those, you know, holidays where you feel like you want to um, thank a teacher. I'm not sure what the limitations there are, but I know um, <laughs> this has been a long time ago, 
Um, when I was in school, we could take a teacher an apple, and that was um, a form of gratitude, and um, they seemed to like that. I'm not sure if kids still do that, but um, just thank your teachers for all the sacrifices that they make because we realize that it is the we are facing changing times in education, but it's an exciting time for us to be able to give more to our communities and give more to our students because they are indeed going to shape the way that America and the world is going to be driven. And so when we plant that seed as teachers, whether we're in a teaching role or if we're in a supporting role for a teacher or for a school system, um, those seeds that are planted into those children can change lives. Yes, we have to look at the data and see what's, you know, the most important or pull out whether the student is on grade level or not on grade level. And yes, we have to deal with the classroom management. And yes, you have to um, look at whether or not um, they are being able to um, internalize all of the content and the lessons that you're teaching so that they can pass the standardized tests and be proficient on um, standardized tests and move through uh, the grade levels uh, on grade level in, in a timely manner. But you also have to look at the students as um, and the teachers as individuals and understand that they all go through hardships. Everyone is not always going to be on target every day, but what we can do is we can bring our best for that particular day. And so teachers work extremely hard to, you know, raise the achievement level, but we have to know that they're working uh, within trying to balance, you know, the mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, financial sometimes because students don't have, you know, funds for lunch or maybe they haven't had breakfast, uh, curriculums. They're dealing with all of these things and also trying to create a mind of success um, so that these students can succeed and have a good education and also determine that they have good character um, along with that. And so the problems that are faced in the educational systems um, could be, you know, people talk about uh, students who have um, special needs and the teachers need to be supported um, when they have students who have particular special needs um, in a classroom. And I know that generally they, they do receive an aid or additional support with that. But we, um, as parents, can also provide some support at some point for our teachers, too, in that role. And so we want to make sure that we understand, even though these students may be facing challenges and, you know, you have students who may be repeating the course and so they have remedial, um, they're already doing remediation. And so the teacher has to try to make sure, of course, and ensure that that student is being able to digest the um, the information and hopefully get back on, on grade level. But immediate feedback um, is 
is good for teachers, um, but also keep in mind that they do have um, raising standards that they're being challenged with within the classroom. So our topic today is the challenges that teachers are facing within the classroom. And I know that you all will have a lot of comments for me. Um, I know that since teachers are highly qualified now that we have teachers who are definitely more educated than they were um, when I came through the K-12 levels and teachers, I think, I guess, only had to have a bachelor's degree at that time. And now um, the majority of teachers um, do go on to get their master's degree. And so um, in addition to their bachelor's degree, so the large majority of teachers do already have that. But just the next time you see your teacher, thank a teacher and realize that, you know, the education system varies um, from rural settings and rural education to um, city schools. The dynamics will be different and the challenges will be different that they will face. And um, so the more that we can support them as community members um, go by going to your school board meetings and actually finding out what the needs are of our teachers, what the needs are of our school systems and being informed um, parents and being informed citizens. Um, but again, I want to encourage you to uh, support our teachers because they do have in this transitional world of education, a lot of demands that are being placed on them and it is a highly stressful environment. Again, I want to reiterate that our heart and prayers go out to all the global citizens that are affected in any way at this time by any tragedy or any illness that they may be facing tonight. And I am your host, Buffy Williams, with the new Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. And tonight's topic, we talked about uh, the challenges that teachers are facing. And I hope you enjoyed this. We hope that you join us next week. That's our time, and you have been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm your host, Buffy Williams. If you like what you've heard, search for us on your smart speaker and listen to us anytime. Thank you for listening. Good night. Until we meet again next Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we discuss next week's topic. Enjoy expanded content from the New Heights Education Group host on Blog Talk, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Watch No Learning. On next week's show, we will be discussing K-12 physical education and school sports.
We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply.